Hey, it's Luke. I'm just another angsty teen. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> hey, what's up, you guys? Um, I always, I don't know, I don't know how to start a podcast, and I always try to do something that's like fun. And then I just end up saying, yo, yo, yo. And that's all you're going to get today because <laughs> I I have no mental capacity to to say any other words beyond yo, yo, yo. I think that's the extent of um, me. That's, <laughs> that's it. That's me, guys. That's all that I am. All I consist of, my entire soul, can be summed up in three words. Yo, yo. And also, yo. So there you go. Um, <laughs> welcome. Whoa, that was loud. Anyway, welcome to the podcast. My name's Luke. If you don't know me, that's fine. If you do know me, know me. If you do know me, hey, welcome back. I'm happy you're here. Um, yeah, this is my podcast where I share my angsty teen thoughts because as a teen, I have lots of them. I like to get existential on here. I like to talk about myself. I like the attention that I can get from this podcast. And um, that's about it. So if you're interested in any of those things, I mean, hang on. Hang on, strap in, get ready for a wild ride. Here we are. Anyway, <laughs> if you don't know how the podcast works, basic rundown. Right now we're in the, the intro, the quirky intro where where I'm where I'm weird. Where I get cr- where I get a little crazy, where I can say whatever I want to say, where there's no structure and therefore I go wild and it's not really functional. Um, after the intro, we're gonna jump into the word of the pod, which is the word of the podcast. In case you didn't get that shorthand, <laughs> um, it's just a word that I'm into at the current time. And then after the word of the pod, we go into the. Um, Luke's life update, which is again just that time where I can talk about myself, um, because that is something I love to do, uh, through and through. In the end, I will always love to talk about myself. And then after the life update, we'll jump into the topic. Today's topic is social media, which is a wide concept, but I kind of want to talk about social media. Uh, in regards to screen time and kind of the negative effects of that, which we'll get into. I won't talk too much about it because, you know, it's the topic of the podcast and so I have to, you know, we'll get there. Um, Anyway, fun thing real quick before you get into the word of the pod. I am currently filming myself recording this podcast because I thought, yeah, I want more work, and so I'll film myself and try to upload it to a YouTube channel. And so I'm currently filming myself for the podcast, and um, I will try to start a YouTube channel where you can see the visual of what's going on, which is kind of crazy. This is kind of wild. Um, you can see my janky setup, which just consists of this $40 mic, and then these Apple earbuds, and then my laptop, which is in front of me, which I, you, you actually can't see, so that's fine. Um, so I guess if you're interested in that, go go to youtube.com and search up angst, another angsty teen podcast. And uh, hopefully it'll be there. Let's see if future Luke actually makes a YouTube channel. We'll we'll all have to find out. Um, maybe maybe you'll find out next week. <laughs> that's that's a good reason to stay. Anyway, um, so our word of the podcast today 
is one that I very much like. I've liked it for years. This wasn't just a a random, you know, going through thesaurus.com, which I sometimes like to do, which I'm not, you know, I'm not shaming on. Um, but this is a word that I've liked for years. And it's a word that I've heard a lot recently as I've been listening to other podcasts. And I was like, well, I have a podcast. I should start saying this word more. <laughs> the word is reconcile, okay? And I think this word, I, I don't know the formal definition, but the main um, the main definition that I think of initially with this word, to reconcile is to, like, reconnect or, like, um, forgive or, like, come to terms with a situation or come to... T- come to terms with a person. I think I initially think of like coming to terms with a person or like you two, you know, reconciling a friendship or like fixing a friendship or whatever. But the way that I've been hearing it used recently, I'm sure you don't care about this. I don't care. I like words. So I'm sharing this. The way that I've more recently heard it used is more like, um, like, I guess I already said this, but like coming to terms with a situation or like you have to reconcile the fact that you did something or like I like that version of it more like coming to terms with something you did or like almost reckoning with or I could be completely using this word wrong I don't care um but the idea of like figuring out your own thing I like that and so I'm gonna start using the word reconcile and so we'll try to we'll try to use it in this episode let's find out if it actually happens um I'm not the most reliable. <laughs> um, anyway, but actually, wait, speaking of most reliable, this is like our eighth week going strong consistently with the podcast. So whoever said I'm not reliable is stupid and fat and dumb. So make sh- so whoever said that, whoever did that, Um, I just tried to look up my own podcast to see how many episodes strong we are and I accidentally looked up another stupid teen (laughs) instead of another angsty teen because the word stupid was in my head because it was also on my lips you don't care it's fine it's fine it's fine um so anyway (laughs) uh wait let me see how many episodes strong we've been going since since one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. This will be our ninth episode strong, going like consistently once a week. That's impressive. I'm proud of that. And now we're potentially offering video. That is our 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 ninth consecutive week special. <laughs> Go us. Yeah. I'm pointing to the camera. So that's cool. Um Oh my gosh, this is intimidating. I can't I can't not look at myself in the camera. First of all, because I'm just extremely attractive. Um, and secondly, I'm wearing a very striking yellow beanie, and so that's taking most of my attention. Uh, anyway, moving on into Luke's life update. Um, what's been going on with me? How have I been feeling? I am so glad you asked. Uh, I, I think I just farted. Yeah. Yeah, it does smell like I just farted. I don't remember feeling a fart coming out, (laughs) but 
now that I sniff, I do, I do smell a fart, and there is no one else in this room, so it would be difficult for any other creature to have farted in this room, so, wow. I guess I just farted. <laughs> what a world. Uh, anyway, Luke's life update. What's been going on in my life? Um, I don't know. I've been really gloomy recently, which is fine, but it's also a bummer because, like, I think I was doing very well for a bit there, and I'm not doing poorly, but I don't know. I've been in. I've been in the kind of mindset of like really wanting to isolate myself from people, which I think is not good, but. It's just something I do, and it just makes me feel more comfortable, and I guess in control, if we're getting down to the psychoanalysis of it. Um, thing, things have gotten really busy, which I've talked about for the past, like, four weeks, and you're probably annoyed by me talking about how busy I am, but I am ridiculously busy right now, um, and I do keep having, like, mini breakdowns, where it's like, like, I pile it all on and then I like absorb it for a second and then like freak out for like 20 minutes but then I'm like well actually I have to go do something I have to go to a class and whatever and so I've been having a few of those here and there um and then and then yeah the isolating myself I think because everything's getting so crazy and I'm getting pulled in all sorts of different directions and like people wanting to me wanting me to do all sorts of things i think there's a part of me that likes to control um some some piece of my life and that kind of shows itself through my desire to just completely cut people off <laughs> which is such a bad habit that i like i really struggle with <laughs> i have like a really bad um habit of really disconnecting myself from people um I don't know I don't know why I do it but it's been a consistent thing at this point that's like happened in all of my high school relationships friendships um I don't know why but I've discovered that I do it every single time and I completely disconnect myself and then I make things really uncomfortable in those relationships friendships I say relationships whenever okay little disclaimer whenever i say relationships i feel like people are going to perceive that as romantic relationships just know i've had little to none of those so when i when i say relationships i mean like like friendships or like um even like connections with mentors or like um i don't know church connections or whatever i don't know um but i i i have this tendency to really just cut people off because because I don't know why I like have reasons in situations for why I do it but I think it's gotten to the point where like it's been such a consistent thing um where I just I don't know I almost find it easier to just cut people off but then it's annoying because like I'll cut people off and then get like upset about being alone which is so bad and then I'll just try to like reconnect with those people again and they're like no and I'm like, that's fair, <laughs> because, like, I don't know, that's not, if I'm being, if I'm being fully self-aware, cutting myself off from people and just, like, ignoring people or just, like, stopping to put in the effort, that is not a good quality in a friend, and so the fact that I do that makes it totally understandable why someone would not want to 
be friends again, I guess. Um, because I don't like that in friendships when the other person isn't putting in as much, like, effort or when when it feels like it's only you know how people talk about how there's only one really one way romantic relationships the same thing happens with friendships um which is such a single person thing to say <laughs> that's such a like i've never had a romantic relationship thing but it's true um i'm big on like putting effort into friendships because it's annoying when you're the one person doing it and so i guess I guess I'm the person who tend, who, I guess, doesn't put in the effort. I don't know. I don't know. It's this whole thing where, like, I've realized this, uh, this, what's the word? Pattern in myself where, like, I disconnect myself from people, but I never saw myself as that type of person, to be frank. I saw myself as, like, a really good friend, a really good person and so i guess realizing that like oh you're not a good person <laughs> i think reconciling the fact reconciling the fact that um you yourself are not necessarily a good person or the best person is a part of life i guess or whatever <laughs> um but yeah i don't know um i i've been disconnecting myself from people which is i mean partly true because this weekend I also played tennis with friends which was very fun um but yeah I don't know this week besides that this weekend was extremely boring for me I just spent it pretty much entirely on my own and then I guess the Super Bowl happened I was not watching it <laughs> I was I was actually like working on a video I'm actually so proud of myself. I was so productive on my like own personal um, YouTube stuff this weekend. Like I really wanted to work on a YouTube video this weekend and I did and I'm proud of myself and like getting it. It's almost done. It's like 80% of the way there. Um, getting that much done was very like a confidence boost because now I feel like going forward I can actually like edit proficiently and feel like motivated to edit and if you were here <laughs> let me check if you were here two weeks ago I talked about creativity and discipline and how I really want to work on being disciplined in my creative endeavors this was a perfect like experience of that where like I had to discipline myself okay the word discipline has some sensual connotations. I don't know if that's just me. But anyway, <laughs> I had to like hold myself to like working on this video all weekend and getting certain things done by certain nights or deadlines that I gave myself. And I didn't complete all the deadlines, but still I got way more done than I normally would because normally I just lolly lollygag or just like find other things to fill my time or like um, am quote unmotivated, uh, when the reality is like, I just need to like get into it, dig into it. And then from there, I will kind of find that motivation or find that inspiration, find the creative juices starting to flow. Once I, uh, actually like actively, you know, try to be creative and produce something. So anyway, my past weekend was kind of boring, kind of lame, but kind of by my own choice, which is so weird and difficult. Like, I, I chose to 
just kind of stay by myself and stay alone and work on my own thing. Um, and I don't know. I have mixed feelings about that because, like, I have been gloomy and lonely, but I've also been productive and, like, doing a lot, and so I'm proud of myself for that. I don't know. It's a weird dichotomy. It's a, it's kind of like a double-edged sword. Um, and, like, well, that sounded like I was about to cry. I swear I'm, I swear, I literally don't even cry. I literally don't even cry. Don't even, don't even go there. That was, I was not about to cry. Anyway, one of my closest friends did move up to college two weeks ago, a week ago or something, and all the time before uh, she left was, like, really good for me, and I was, like, hanging out with, like, some of, just some of my favorite people, and um, I was just doing really good. It felt like things were kind of um, back to where they were January of last year, because that's kind of who I was close with at that time, and I felt I don't know. I was just, it was very easy, whatever. Anyway, so now she's gone. And so now (laughs) I feel very alone. So, but like I said, like I'm also doing a lot more. I'm being way more productive. Before, when she was here, I was like hanging out with friends, which is not productive. And so I don't know. I guess I just have to find this balance. And I guess I can just, I can just look at this part of, as, (sighs) I can just, whoa, I can just look at this <laughs> as an era in which I am learning how to find that balance, and that's okay, and I'm working on having a grander perspective, because it's very easy to just hyper-focus on, like, what is directly in front of you, behind you, and whatever, and so, <sighs> it's all it's all just part of the character arc. I will say, <laughs> tonight... I was, I ended up upon this, this, like, couples channel, but not, like, not, like, a cringy couples channel, not, like, a weird couples channel that's, like, bad and toxic, but they were just, like, a very wholesome couple, like, but also quirky and cool and real and honest and authentic, and I, like, watched one of their videos, and the guy is, like, a videographer who, like, worked for Vox, the whole shebang, the dream, um, Anyway, so I watched their video, and I got so down, dude. I was like, man, they are very happy, but also sometimes they're not happy, but they're together. And so even when they're not happy, they're, like, with each other and figure it out together. (laughs) That was my biggest thing. I was like, okay, maybe they're not happy all the time. Maybe things aren't perfect all the time, obviously. But they're together, and they figure it out together, and they talk about things, and... (laughs) And, um, yeah, I got all of my feels about that, so that's what happened today, um, (laughs) but I guess, I guess on that note, we can move on to the topic of the day, (laughs) uh, today's topic is social media, which, again, like I said, is a broad realm of discussion, but I specifically want to talk about, um, what I talked about today in AP Psych, um, which you of course know, no, you don't know because you weren't in that class. That was a, that was a me joking. That was me pretending like you were in that class when you weren't. It was a way for me to establish a comfortable, cozy tone. Uh, anyway, 
I was in AP Psych today and we were talking about screen time and how social media affects our social abilities and we were looking at all these statistics, how like um, there there is some some statistics that point to social media raising your uh, tendency towards depression and anxiety. And so I was like, wow, I'm really trying to work on myself. And so I think this is a more attainable, more physical way to work on myself um, because I don't want to work out. (laughs) And so an easier way, an easier like next step to take could be working on my social media habits. So anyway, I want to take you along this journey um, as I'm thinking about social media. So, I joined social media at the ripe young age of eight years old, which I know sounds like a joke. (laughs) That sounds like a joke that I would make. But no, I actually did get Facebook at the age of eight years old, Um, not because I wanted to converse with friends, not because I wanted to post pictures, not because I wanted to, you know, fall into some anti-vax group of moms or whatever, you know, Facebook things. Um, (laughs) But I got Facebook because it made signing up for online games easier. (laughs) So like all of those game websites, they would always have like a sign up with Facebook And I would always see that, and I was like, that seems a lot easier than actually creating an account. And so at the age of eight years old, not only did I make a Facebook, but I think that's also when I made my email, which used to be LukeIsCool8. (laughs) Would you believe at the age of eight years old, I thought that my favorite number was eight? (laughs) Um, It's true. So uh, yeah, I, I started on Facebook at the age of eight, and... I was not that into it. I don't think I was ever that into Facebook. I will say that is that was like kind of my main communication with a couple ladies um, in third and fourth grade. I had girlfriends, two of them. Yeah, I know. Third and fourth grade Luke was way more of a baller than senior year Luke or junior year Luke or sophomore year Luke. Anyway, um... Yeah, I do know that I use Facebook Messenger to ask girls on dates, Um, and, like, that was, like, our main form of communication. I remember using the, like, emoji things in Facebook to send, like, I love you, because for some reason, in fourth grade, I was capable of telling someone I love them. Um, Don't know if I could, don't know if I could do that now, but, uh, anyway... So yeah, I was an active user of Facebook, Um, not really, I wasn't actually that active. I do have some cringy, I have some majorly cringy photos on Facebook, so feel free to go check those out. Honestly, I think it's fun, I think it's funny, go look me up on Facebook, Um, there are so many like chubby pictures of me, I had a major chubby phase. Feel free to look at it, I'm not ashamed, I think we we should collectively be un unabashedly proud of our chubby phases because we all had one and don't don't try to pretend that we didn't um so yeah and then i got an iphone this is also a little embarrassing i am embarrassed about this i got an iphone in sixth sixth 
grade, which is quite young, and it makes me feel like an iPad kid, but I wasn't an iPad kid. Um, this was like my first, my first phone was an iPhone, which is pretty crazy. It was the iPhone 5, um, which honestly is like one of the best iPhone shapes. I really liked it. I still like it. I like how small it is and it's like slim. I got the matte black one. It was great. It's a fantastic phone and it really did the trick. And I don't, I'm not sure that I had, no, I think on the phone, I definitely had iMessage and like data abilities. But I remember before I got that phone, I actually bought my own iPod Touch with like my life savings as a kid. I got an iPod Touch and I used like all those weird um, third party messenger apps that like were really wonky and they would like give you a number. They would give your phone a phone number and it would somehow work as like someone would call you. I don't know. I remember struggling so hard in like fifth grade or something to try to like figure out how to have a phone on my iPod touch. And it was a whole, it was a whole shebang. Um, anyway, I think, I think sixth grade is also around when I got Instagram, which was my old Instagram. And I think, I think IG stands up compared to Facebook. IG really stands up. It stood the test of time. Um, even though it's not that deep into its, its lifespan, feel like it's deeper than Facebook. I could be wrong there. Someone can fact check me, but like, I feel like IG's really stepped up their game. It hasn't felt irrelevant. You know, I feel like it's just growing in relevancy. They're very good about like keeping things exciting and like with new updates and whatever. I don't know. This is not sponsored by Instagram. <laughs> this sounds like it is. Um, I just, I think Instagram's great, but yeah, so I had an Instagram and I remember... I mean, this is where we really start get, getting into IG vibes. I remember being really into posting on Instagram, and I definitely was cognitive of likes and, like, how many likes I would get and um, seeing which photo of mine is most liked on my uh, IG feed. Um, and that's crazy. I think it's crazy that at the age of, like, I don't know, how old are you in sixth grade? 12? At the age of 12, I had a numerical value for how people saw me. Um, I think that's extremely toxic. I think at that age, uh, when you're, I mean, I was moving across the country also, so it was like crazy insecurity and like crazy, you know, unsureness about myself um, and unsteadiness. Uh, I think it is absurd that, like, I had this number that was literally, of like, a value of who I am and, you know, what I'm able to post, what I create. Um, and I think that's an important distinction also is, like, like, the difference between kind of a social media as representing yourself versus social media representing what you create. And I think we, I've had the conversation about like, you know, social media in terms of what I create as like, I've really struggled, especially recently, like, you know, being passionate about video and being passionate about creativity or creating something or, 
um, trying to make something that I'm proud of and like and works, you know, and having a value to that, like having people give value to that or decide if it's good or not and having like a number to represent what people think of that. So I've, I've struggled with that also is like, you know, as a creative person, there's always this idea that things are subjective, like art is subjective, movies are subjective, um, but social media and TikTok, if you didn't know I make TikToks, which is the supreme art form, <clears throat> I just cracked my neck, which is not something I do. I'm not one of those people, there's a lot of people like this, and I'm not saying I don't like this, but I am saying it doesn't have to be someone's entire personality trait. I f Look, I feel like some people make their entire personality trait the fact that they can, like, crack different parts of their body, you know? I don't need to see that every time we hang out. I don't need you to be like, okay, wait, shh, and then... <sighs> side tangent, sorry. Um, <laughs> this podcast is full of side tangents, but I love that. That's what I love about us. We're able to uh, go off on these side roads... We're able to, uh, you know, potentially even do a little off-roading, jump in our Jeep Wrangler, uh, pop off the curb, if you will, uh, get get a little dirty, <laughs> uh, and, uh, and then somehow find our way back to the main road. Um, anyway, back to the main road, I... Do I remember what the main road was? Uh, oh, yeah. I have struggled and I've talked about plenty with, um, you know, having a distinct way to define your creative endeavors and how I've really struggled with the fact that, like, um, you know, I want to pursue something creative. I want to pursue something in video. I want to pursue something in film or whatever. I don't know exactly. But to be able to see declining numbers makes me extremely insecure about my career pursuits as well as my own passion as well as my own creative abilities um and i i mean this is a fun kind of recent realization i've had i don't think tiktok has nearly as much bearing over my uh creative pursuits as i've given it i think for a really long time i've defined that as kind of the end all be all for what my life will look like. I thought, like, because I've lost 10,000 TikTok followers, which, if you didn't know that, crazy, yeah, it sucks. Anyway, um, I thought that because I've lost 10,000 TikTok followers, that means that I will not be successful in what I pursue after high school. I thought that that closed the door on anything I wanted to do. I had this, like, extreme dramatic idea of you know, how powerful this would be. And, and the truth is like, TikTok can be powerful. It can be a way for me to get into what I want to do. It can be this income, um, that I make that I can, you know, live with, that I can settle with and, um, be happy with and support my future family with. Like, it, it can be that door to things, but it's not the only door. And I think that's something I've sort of realized in the past week or so. Um, and, oh my gosh. I, <laughs> there's like a part of my desk that's broken and it was creaking around and it, it freaked me out. Anyway, um, there's lots of doors and TikTok may be mine. It may not be mine. 
Um, but I, I, I'm excited. I'm excited to see which door it is, which is such a, such a wholesome way, such an optimistic perspective, especially considering I feel like I've been gloomy this week, but I did have that realization and it was really positive and it's allowed me to like be a lot more free with my, you know, creative things as well as like, I think it allowed me to be that productive this past weekend on that video, which we already talked about, but, um, is important. I do think it was, uh, like vital in kind of providing this environment for which, in which I can flourish. Um, and it's also allowed me to kind of let loose on TikTok. Like I've, I've lost 10,000 followers, which I already said, but I've lost 10,000 followers. So I might as well post whatever I want to post and not cared because whatever happens happens and I'm kind of over it. Anyway, that was, that was a little overview of the creative side of social media and being like a, someone who almost puts out a product or puts out, um, a piece, a piece of art versus the other side, which I also (laughs) deal with, um, the personal side. So like, being someone who personally uses social media or puts yourself out there as the product almost. Um, and it's been really, really interesting to, I mean, in the time when I was gaining followers on Instagram or something kind of quickly, um, it started to be like, and this is such a weird thing to say, but like, I started to be like, why do people use social media if you're not getting money from it. That's like legitimately like a perspective I had for a little bit there where I was like, if people aren't getting money from this and aren't, you know, hoping to get money from this or become influencers, why do they care so much about this catered look of their feed? Which, okay, I know that sounds dumb and that sounds like someone who like, I, li- I literally don't even think I have 8,000 followers on Instagram, so I, I don't have any. But I don't know. I had that weird perspective for a bit, and it took me out a little bit just for a second, and it kind of stuck with me. Like this, It's so bizarre how we put on this, this weird facade or like try to build this image, this perfect thing for everyone else to perceive us as something better than we are. Um, and it's like a coping mechanism almost. It's like a way of like coping with your own insecurity to be able to, uh, it's like, it's like you're able to, it's like you just cried for hours, but then you have to go to a party. And so you have to like put yourself together and make yourself, you know, presentable for this party or whatever. And, And I think it's the same thing with social media where like you are, you know, on, on, in the reality, you may be a complete mess, but on social media, you're able to look, look like you've got it all together. You're able to look all presentable. And I know I'm not like trudging on any new fresh, I know I'm not, (laughs) this is my analogy. I know I'm not trudging through any freshly (laughs) snowed snow. (laughs) Does that analogy make sense? I guess that's more imagery. I'm trying to like, think about think about freshly snowed snow and then boots trudging through it that is not what i'm doing (laughs) 
I'm fully aware that like in saying this, I'm not providing any new insight or analysis. Um, and also I feel like it kind of sounds like I'm speaking from a, an authority position or like a moral high ground when the reality is like, I do this so hardcore and like, I am so addicted to social media, like problematically. So like Snapchat, we haven't even gotten into Snapchat, but Snapchat is such an addiction and I just need to, I just need to get over it, which we're, we're going to get to, you know, getting over it in the end because I have my goal or solution or whatever. Anyway. Um, so yes. Oh, and on this idea of putting out an image, I had, uh, I'm not going to get into specifics. Let's see. Let's see how well I can, I can weave around this situation. Um, so I had a minor falling out with a friend. Okay. Um, lots of feelings and lots of things. Um, it was really hard for me. It was like, like a very difficult time for me. Um, and it was also like this past fall, I think you guys were all there for it anyway. (laughs) Um, and in this falling out the whole time, I would like see her story. I would see her posts and whatever. And I would get so hurt. I would get like burned, like sizzle, like every time I would see it because I would feel so, uh, almost like embarrassed. Like that person is doing so well and they're thriving without me and they're doing great. And I am not, I am in my bed right now. I haven't gotten out of bed for three days and instant like comparison, but also, yeah, embarrassment. I feel like so much comes down to embarrassment. I was embarrassed that like my feelings were so much stronger and therefore left me in such a worse place, um, seemingly. Um, and then eventually whilst reconciling, bang, bang, that's number two, um, on that word. Anyway, uh, whilst reconciling, she told me, she was like, well, it just seemed like you were doing so good. Like you, you had friends on your story and you were posting TikToks and you were doing this and doing that. And I was like, what? (laughs) I was like, I was not okay during this period. And she was also like, I have not been okay recently. And, um, it was mind blowing. I was like, are you, I felt such strong, like, tingly burns when I saw, um, those posts because I, I thought, I thought, I thought it it was like seeing someone in public doing fantastically. Like it's, I feel like social media has crossed the boundary of like everyone kind of realizing that it's separate from reality, that it's like separate from the real world. Whoa. Sometimes I really think I have like a speech impediment, but I'm not sure. Anyway. Um, I think social media has come to a place where like it is seen as way more reality than it used to be seen. Um, especially when you consider like the idea of influencers and people making money off of social media. Um, the truth is that there is real life impacts from social media. You also see it in the storming of the Capitol, which 
I am not going to get into it all because I want to do a whole politics episode. I don't know how to go about it. Anyway, um, you can see the real life power that online social media has. Anyway, with that connection made, that connection of um, social media being reality, I think the connection stands when you see someone on social media and you think that is so the reality. And I don't, I don't know how to get out of that mindset. I don't know how to just, um, how to rewire your brain to think that that's not the truth. And frankly, I don't know if there is a way to do that. Um, if there is, feel free to DM me the answer. Uh, also follow us on Instagram. <laughs> um, but I think, I think this conversation with this person um, was so 360 in the fact that like I could see that she was exactly where I was and like she was probably just in her bed mindlessly scrolling seeing you know my happy posts I don't know it was just so crazy it was such a bizarre thing of like such real world emotions fueled by online stuff (sighs) okay that concludes the the social media or not the social media the instagram portion i guess um now i want to talk about snapchat because snapchat i have a very bad addiction to um snapchat is an interesting one because a part of me loves it. I love the like ease of Snapchat and the like carefreeness and you can just like boom, take a picture, whatever, send it. Get a little bit of get a little burst of dopamine when you get a, a picture from someone. Um, but I think the real danger for me comes in Snap Stories and I guess Instagram Stories a little bit. But Instagram Stories have changed a ton, especially like this year. They totally changed to like being way more informational and like graphic and like reposts and stuff i feel like instagram stories are not as casual as snapchat stories and so that makes them feel less impactful to me i don't know i don't know if that's just me i've talked to a lot of people and they say that like snapchat's dead and they never go on snapchat um but i don't watch like instagram stories i watch snapchat stories way more than instagram stories anyway snapchat stories biggest thing is fomo um, fear of missing out, if you didn't know what that meant, um, I think FOMO is huge on Snapchat because it's so carefree and fun, and, like, you see someone just, like, posting a a casual selfie with someone else, very happy, whatever, and it's so simple and so, um, mindless that it feels like that person is so much more able to, let go or be carefree or mindlessly post a happy picture with a friend. Um, I think the, the ease of Snapchat, although I love it, I love that part of Snapchat cause I like just being silly. I like, I like getting silly. Um, I think it also kind of breeds this, uh, part of my brain that sees that someone is so carefree and just mindlessly enjoying their life, and I get jealous of that, which, again, is so weird, because I do the same thing, like, I know that I'll just mindlessly post a Snapchat with a friend, 
And so it's such this conflicting thing because like I can so clearly make the connection of like, oh, I was just like doing okay during that time and I took a picture and whatever. But potentially that picture could be a part of someone's spiral of like, wow, everyone else's life is so much better than mine. Um, while I didn't think twice about it. And so I don't know. It's so weird to be on both sides of that. Um, and it, I don't know. It's just created this this weird thing, and also, like, um, like, wishing people happy birthday on your stories, I am such a person where I, like, really want people to do that for me, I really want people to, like, post on my birthday on stories and whatever, but then I don't post for anyone on their birthday, that's kind of been my policy, is, like, I just don't post for anyone on their birthday, and I think that makes me a bad person, (laughs) I do think it makes me a bad person, because I also, if I was just someone who didn't care and, like, didn't post for anyone, didn't expect anyone to post for me, that'd be fine. But I also really want people to post for my birthday <laughs> whilst not posting for anyone else. I I think moral of this podcast, what we've discovered today, is that Luke is just not a good person. <laughs> I just have tendencies to not be, like, a good friend or, like, a good human being, I guess. Um... But, yeah, I don't know. I I guess, in conclusion of this, this whole social media conversation, it is extremely bizarre to have a numerical value at which you can define yourself by. Like, it's just so weird. It's It's so strange that, like, you can take in... That there is this thing, it's literally the Black Mirror episode, all I'm thinking about is that one Black Mirror episode, um, with Dakota, I think her name's Dakota, she's Ginger, and she's in Jurassic World with Chris Pratt, Dakota Johnson, I don't think that's her name, I definitely don't think that's her name, oh, I don't know her name, anyway, um, that one Black Mirror episode where, like, everyone gets rated, like a Yelp reviewer, like an Uber driver, um, and then their their numbers show up like on them or above them or something. I don't even remember what it was, what it looked like. Anyway, um, and their like social class and even like economic class and like um, everything was defined by this number that they were given by everyone else around them. And I think I don't I don't know. I think it's almost this not quite that explicit I think it's almost more in our own heads because I know I never look at someone's that's not true I was gonna say I never look at someone's page to see how many likes they get and stuff but I've definitely done that here and there but I wouldn't say like that's ever defined someone to me sometimes I think it's funny when I have a friend who like like um posts really weird things and then doesn't get any likes and I'm like this is funny but I've like talked to them anyway um I I don't think it's common for people to legitimately define their friends based on how many followers they have on Instagram. I think way more of the danger comes in, like, our own heads and our own perception of ourselves um, and how we can let this have so much power over us and let 
let it define our value. I don't I don't think it legitimately does. I don't think in the real world it does. I also think you can be someone who's totally not on social media and be really well liked and really well loved. I also think you can be someone who's popping off on social media and is disliked and like not a cool person. And so it's such it's such a like arbitrary thing that still has so much power in our lives. Um and I don't know. And there's this other little like snag, this little clause where I'm like conflicted about just completely dipping from social media where I'm like, well, one, I can make money from it. Two, I do use Instagram to like uh, DM people that I love or that I think are really cool. And like I use Snapchat. That's like where my friends group chat is. And I like randomly snapchatting people that I haven't talked to in years because I think that's fun. Um, and like, I, I do think there are those like positive things and Snapchat frankly is huge for flirting with girls. That's like the whole thing. I didn't really realize that until recently. And I kind of didn't realize what the connotation of like sliding up on someone's story is or like Snapchatting someone because I definitely would just randomly do that like sporadically whenever I wanted and now I realize there's a power to that there is like a a flirtatious culture on snapchat and stuff so there is like there is importance to these things and value to these things and like I don't want to just not talk to my friends group chat or like not talk to my tiktok friends ever again because I delete instagram or something and so that's that's my main thing like holding me back from just totally dipping um but my solution that I took away from AP Psych today is I am doing 30-minute social media limit. So I did, like, for a while, I did, like, a two-minute limit on TikTok because I just needed to, like, stop mindlessly scrolling. And honestly, I don't even go on TikTok anymore. I don't even really think TikTok's that much of a social media platform. It's way more, like, YouTube, like an entertainment platform, in my opinion. Um, but that two minute, that two minute time limit was kind of pointless because I would just ignore it when I wanted to. So I set a new 30 minute limit to all social media apps. And I'm going to be extremely mindful of like what I am using them for. If I'm going on Snapchat, it's to specifically talk to someone or specifically answer things or like specifically look at notifications and whatever. Um, but it is not to mindlessly go through stories, mindlessly scroll through feeds, um, just like try to get attention from people. I might even, if I'm in Snapchat or Instagram or something, I may just give that person my number so that they can text me and I'm not even on the social media app. Um, but I'm going to try this. I've tried this many times before, but I think telling the podcast because, because we're tight, because because in the pod fam, we're tight. Um, I think that like verbalizing it uh, will hopefully help me make it a reality of like, you know, lessening that because I don't think realistically I can get rid of them. And I've, I've done the thing many a times where I'm like, Hey, God, Hey, Snapchat, I'm deleting Snapchat. So, you know, here's my number. Text me if you need me. I've done that many a times and deleted it. I've done the same thing with Instagram, you know, sophomore year was rough. Okay. Uh, so I'm not trying to do that anymore because I think that's over ambitious and unrealistic just for like 
the way that my life is. So now 30 minutes is like a good amount of time. It's a good chunk of time to like actually do stuff. And it's not like totally arbitrary where I'm just going to ignore it. Um, and I'm just going to try it. I'm going to see like, I'm just going to see how many days I can do it because I said it earlier today and I had already spent 30 minutes on social media. So I haven't been on since like, um, well, my AP psych class today. And so, I mean, I've also been at work, so that might be why, but, uh, (laughs) anyway, I'm going to try to do that and I'll let you guys know next week and the week after how it goes. This would be such a mentally healthy thing for me to do. And I am like consistently looking for ways to, um, better myself in an easy way because like I need, I need attainable goals and like specific things where I can like better that part of my life in order to slowly get more mentally healthy. I've talked about this before for the longest time. It was like getting basic human functions down, like, um, you know, brushing my teeth, taking a shower, getting dressed and whatever. And like, I just had to accomplish those. I had to conquer those things, those little things. And then I've kind of been able to move on to like, okay, being better about socializing, which as we talked about, I need to be better at. Or, um, like school, being better at school, which I've kind of accomplished or being better at yearbook, which is something that takes a lot of work, but I've been pretty on top of and like getting my work done throughout the day because I won't have any time at night. And then lately I've been really working on being better at my creative pursuits. Like I'm trying to conquer this part of my life where like I can be productive when I have the time to be productive and work on these creative things. A couple other parts of my life that I need to work on, um, exercising, which is probably going to be the last one that I try. The one that we're working on right now, which is social media. Also recently I've gotten way more into cooking. Um, and so I've been trying to cook more and trying to spend less money. I've been, I've made the rule for myself, no eating out. I don't eat out. I only spend money on things that I value, which are traveling and clothes (laughs) and so those are the things I allow myself to spend money on um and so I've kind of started to conquer that and yeah so I hope this helps you I really do because that is like my biggest piece of advice I could do a whole podcast on this but like it's almost like I have this grand um overarching overarching uh to-do list almost that's gonna help me just get better. It's just like easy attainable goals that I can kind of put in front of myself. Um, and so I recommend you do that as well. And yeah, Mm, I'm trying to think social media, no more than 30 minutes a day. Let's see if Lou can do it. I mean, I turned it into a whole podcast episode, so, you know, I've got some fight in me. (laughs) Um, and yeah, I think I think that's it. That was a great podcast. I had fun with you guys. This was fun. We should do this again next week. Um, Okay, go check out the video version of this podcast. You can watch it a second time. (laughs) Um, Another angsty teen on YouTube. Go follow us on Instagram. The whole shebang. Um, But other than that, I love you very much. Thank you for being here. And I love you very much. (laughs)